It's all good. For sure. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and the news, news, news. What up, man? Not much, man. How are you doing? How's the family? The family is great, man. Home has been well. It's been treating me good. I've probably gained five pounds already because I've been eating nothing but my mom and sister's cooking. <laughs> so I am bl- I'm blessed over here. Glad to get to see some of my grandparents and just all my friends, man. It's been really, really good. How's the cold weather in Connecticut? It sucks. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's been terrible. Yo, <laughs> what's <laughs> Yo, what's crazy is that this past weekend when I came home, um, it was the high was like 50s the whole time. Everybody said I brought the weather down and it was heated. <laughs> you did. It was you. Yeah. Yeah. They was like, man, it's number 50s all weekend. This is your fault. I was like, yo, relax. What's up? Well, yo, well, chill. Yo, chill. <laughs> but nah, man, how was your weekend, man? Weekend good? Yeah, it was solid, man. You know, watched a lot, a lot of football, you know, hung out, uh, college football and um, NFL football. So it was dope. Oh, man. And we are getting straight into that NFL because it was upset weekend. The dogs were barking this past weekend as some of the favorites dropped the ball literally around the league. And I want to get straight to it with the real Josh Allen in the AFC, man. Buffalo Bills fall to Duval. Six to nine to the Jags, man, in a brutal performance. What type of loss does this mean for Bills Mafia? This is this is bad. Like this is uh this is a, a game that was a gimme. Like the Jaguars are not good, but you turn the ball over three times at, if you're Josh Allen, the, the quarterback Josh Allen, not the <laughs> defensive end Josh Allen. The uh, real MVP. Yeah. <laughs> this was a this was a game that I'm sure that Buffalo went into with the cocky mindset of we're about to blow them out. And they yep. end up getting <laughs> just disrupted. Like yeah. On both sides of the ball, too. <laughs> three to three. I mean, six to nine. That's a terrible game. Yo, six points. This is six not baseball. Six points against the Jags. Yo, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, six to nine. No TDs. Josh Allen, the quarterback, had a horrible game. Yeah. Josh Allen, the, on defense for the Jags, had a great game. Where do you think their focus of improvement should be heading into this week? Because that was brutal for a team that we thought would be an AFC favorite. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they just they need to learn how to not underestimate their opponents. Like, I feel like the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. are still a good team at the end of the day. Okay. And they're still one of the top teams in the AFC, but okay. they can't afford to drop games like this because they're still trying to fight for a number one seed in the right. AFC. Like the Jaguars are not good. This should have been a blowout, like 20 point blowout, but they gave you all kinds of problems. 
and it was only one player. Like it right. was only it's one Josh, player. Will the real Josh Allen please stand up? Yeah. Like he he really went off. I think moving forward, yeah, they can't underestimate their opponents, but they have to get out to some better starts. They've been starting a lot of games slow lately, and the first couple of weeks they were putting up almost forty points per game. Trust yeah. me, I know they played Washington, blew us out, Miami. <laughs> It was like, I think it was 40 to zero that game. Like they started out hot. Yeah. And yeah, they've been slowing down a lot. And with the AFC, I'm not really sure who is really the dominant force over there. And we're going to talk about that later. But yeah, I feel like they need to improve just getting out to a head start and keeping their foot on the gas. Like we know Josh Allen, the quarterback, is going to pass the ball around 35 to 40 times a game. Right. And I feel like one, they don't have much balance. So I feel like they should probably get a little bit more balanced. But, yeah, you just got to be better. Like, like plain and simple, you have to be better. Yeah, I feel like the Buffalo Bills in general, they just need to be better running the football. Um, You know, they're I think they're a good passing team. You know, they have weapons galore at, on, on offense. But yep. at the running back position, I'm not sold on either running back, and I'm not really sold on their run game either. Like, I feel like if a team is taking away the pass, I don't know how dominant they can be on the ground. I agree. No, I agree 100%. They don't run the ball often, and when they do run it, they're not really effective. So I think that's why they resort to Josh Allen, the quarterback, right. uh, putting the team on their back. So, yeah, they're just going to have to play better in general. All right, man, on to the rest of the AFC. We have Baker, who 41-16. This is post-Beckham now. Is this the type of play from Baker's Brown sustainable moving forward? I mean, at this point in time, I, I don't know because Nick Chubb is now on the COVID list. So you're down Honestly. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb again. He just came back from injury last week I know, and he's already week. out again. So, you know, you're going to figure out, you have to figure out what you want to do at running back. And wide receiver, I mean, Jarvis Landry hasn't been exactly, he just came back from injury as well. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get back. You know, Donovan Peoples-Jones, you have him. You have Higgins. Like, I just don't, I don't know who exactly this Browns team is. Uh, David Njoku also had another game uh, this past week. I think that Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, he comes from a tree where he just loves to run the ball. He's a really, really big advocate of running the football and and going through play action after that. And honestly, that that formula works. You know, that, that works in the NFL because their defense is able to get pressure and their defense is able to get turnovers. And we saw that, you know, we saw that against the, the Bengals on Sunday was the defense stopped them. Like the defense, you yeah. know, they had a pick six, yeah. a 90 yard pick six. We had Joe Burrow. I think he had two interceptions. Matter yep. of fact, he you did. know, he did. He had two INTs. They yep. just, you know, they're kind of at a, at a point now in the season to where they really need to figure out their identity. Now that Odell Beckham is gone, you, there's no more mm-hmm. conversation of, yep. oh, are the Browns better without Odell and all that kind of He's gone. Yep. We, we can yeah, forget about gone, that so. conversation. Yes, literally. literally. What we are you going head. to do to propel yourself forward in, you know, in the organization? Because you're still in last in your division right now. Like you, right. you're behind the Steelers and the, in the, in uh, the, in the Ravens and Ravens, the Bengals. Yep. So, you know, in those, let's not forget, I mean, you beat a good team on Sunday because the Buffalo bit, I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals are five and three. Right, they're I'm five, five and four. four I'm sorry. Five yeah, and four five now. And four now. Yep. So they're still, you know, in that playoff, you know, top of the playoff uh, hunt and they're still at the top of the division. I think they're second place yep. to the Ravens now, but you know, it's point, it's point in time now where if you're the Browns, you really have to hone in and you really have to get some W's because your division is now tough and you're, you're fighting an uphill battle now. That division is really close right now because you have the Ravens at the top who are six and two, yeah. the Steelers five and three Browns are five and four and the Bengals are five and four. So yeah, it's a one game race for, you know, the division right there. Right. And isn't, that's not going to cut it when it comes to the wild card. Exactly. Like you're going to have to 
win some games. And right now, it looks like the Ravens are the clear-cut favorite. The Bengals, man, did we overhype them at all? Because I feel like they've been humbled these last two weeks. They're what is their team. true identity in yeah, Cincinnati? I, honestly, they're a young team. Uh, Joe Burrow's a second-year quarterback. He's turned the ball okay. over twice. Uh, mm-hmm. well, I'm sorry, in back-to-back games, I think he's yes. had two interceptions back-to-back yes. games. Yes, back-to-back games, yes. And, you know, this is this is part of the growth. This is part of the growth period. Okay. You know, I think so, he has a great camaraderie with, uh, you know, uh, Jamar Chase. I know, uh, you know, Joe Mixon has ha- been having a year. Um, he's been great. You know, Joe, Joe Mixon has mm-hmm. been phenomenal this year. I think he's averaging, you know, the last three games, I think he's had two touchdowns in each game. So he's he's balling out. You know, he's really – the offense is kind of leaning on him, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, to carry them. But honestly, in the passing game with the, with the Bengals is Joe Burrow needs to make better decisions, and that's what it comes okay. down to. Like, you can't – you can't just gotcha. force the ball the goal line just because Jamar Chase is there and you you're running a sprint out to the right side. The corner's there. Like, you know, you're not going to throw the ball through the defender like and that's basically what he tried to do and he got it picked off and it went 99 yards. So, yeah, for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of these things now where you know, Joe Burrow just needs to be better. He needs to be smarter. I know he's better than this because I, I think Joe Burrow, I think he's cold. Like, he's a cold-blooded assassin at yeah. quarterback. You, you spoke really highly of Joe Burrow. But he always. he's making decisions like a young quarterback is making right now, you know? And it's okay. it's one of these things where I, I wouldn't worry too much about it, but it's something to keep an eye on because it's like, Joe, like, okay. you're, you know, those two turnovers, they were in the red zone. Those, yeah. those, that's 14 points. Like, you know, yeah. you, you need to be able to take care of the football right now. Okay, so it sounds like you're saying they're a young team. Does that mean you're kind of giving them a pass this year? Or are we still looking at them as a team that could potentially make noise in the playoffs? Like right now, do you trust them? I think ultimately, I think the Bengals do get in the playoffs. Okay. Um, I just don't know if they're going to be able to win a game in the playoffs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just think this team is too young. Okay. Um, too inexperienced, but they have the right. firepower to win. So that's yeah. that's what's going back and forth with me. Right. Okay. So they have the firepower to win that you just don't trust them enough just because of the lack of experience when it comes to the postseason. Correct? Yeah. I'll take that. That makes sense. All right, man. On to the rest of the AFC. Derek Carr threw two picks as the Raiders dropped a critical game to the Giants. Six. 16 to 23 are the Raiders fools gold yeah you know I don't I'm not a believer in the Raiders I, I'm gonna be honest with you I think Derek Carr is a great person I think mm-hmm. especially this year he's shown the leader he is and especially with the yep. Rugs situation the Gruden situation I feel like his leadership has really helped this team and this organization out but I'm not sure that the Raiders have everything you need right now and I think okay. I think that you know they're ultimately going to fall short and I don't know if they're going to make the postseason. You know, I just feel okay. like, first off, their division is too tough. Uh, with Kansas Very City tough. and, you know, and the Chargers, Chargers. And, and the Broncos, Broncos with a win in Dallas. I mean, yeah, this, yeah. Broncos got a win in Jerry World. This, it was up 30 to right. zero. This is this is a division that's really, really tough. And I think if you're the Raiders, I mean, you losing to the to the Giants is yes. man, that's a bad <laughs> loss. And Derek Carr that's threw two interceptions <laughs> to yep, the same player. Did. To the same yeah. player. <laughs> Have a day, sir. Yeah. Have a day. <laughs> yeah, man. I was never a really big believer in the Raiders. Like, I know that they won a lot of close games, but I still thought that they were also one or two plays away from being like one in five to start. Yeah. So I never was really a big believer. And then everything that's been happening with their organization within the last two, three weeks yeah. has just been a lot. And that's a lot to, you know, go through and try to focus on the game when you have all these things going on around you 
And overall, like I know Derek Carr started off the year hot and he was, you know, maybe an MVP candidate, but mm-hmm. I feel like they've cooled off a little, you know, quickly. And I yeah. feel like they've been humbled. And I think this is more of the real Raiders. I think they've improved since last year, but I still don't think they have what it takes to get over that hump. Agreed. And especially in the postseason, I don't think they have that depth to make a deep playoff run. And you mentioned the teams in their division. And, you know, I was big on the Broncos mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. And I'm not so big on the Broncos now. But they did dominate in Jerry World with nearly 200 yards on the ground. I want to look at the Cowboys, man. Did they get exposed? Is this a blueprint to beat the Cowboys? I mean, I, I thought in general you can run the football in the Cowboys. Um, okay. they, were, they were running uh, a little undersized, right, in the back end. So I think that, you know, with Keanu this- Neal out for the season potentially, I think that the Cowboys in general are vulnerable to the run game. And I feel like if you have a good enough O-line and your, your O-line can get to the second level and cover up those small mm-hmm. linebackers, I feel like you can win. Like you can you can really get some damage in while running the football against the Dallas Cowboys. However, is your defense going to be able to stop their offense? Is the bigger problem. Right. I know right. Ezekiel Elliott is hurt right now. I I, I yep. know he has I think a knee injury right now that he's trying to nurse. So, you know, it's kind of going to be one of these things where Tony Pollard is probably going to have to step up a little bit more on offense as far as the run game and probably the screen game as well. But if you look at the Dallas Cowboys, you have, you know, Amari Cooper nursing an injury. I think CeeDee Lamb, I think he's nursing a little injury. Dak Prescott's nursing an injury. You have Tyrone Smith, their left tackle, who didn't play on Sunday, and he just had a procedure, I think, on his neck. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's one of yeah, these things now yeah, where... It's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of injuries starting to pile up, right. and these lingering things are starting to burden as we get deeper into the season. Do you give the Cowboys a pass for this game? No. No. <laughs> no. You lost to the Broncos and Teddy Bridgewater. Not only did you lose, you got blown you got, out by 30. Yeah, you got blown out by 30 at home. At home. At home. I do think you made a great point when you said that you can definitely run on this team and they can't stop you because they're small. Yeah, so I definitely think, small, yeah, I think, yeah. I think we're going to have to watch that moving forward. On to the Cardinals, man, where we thought this would be a, a very close game, division game against the 49ers. No D-hop, no Kyler Murray, and they still blow the Niners out, man. Does this one say more about the Cardinals or the 49ers? 49ers. I mean, they're they're just I don't know how a Kyle Shanahan team, a team that had so much promise, a team that we thought were going to be in the playoffs, a team that drafted Trey Lance in the first round. And we thought, man, this is going to be an explosive team once he gets we on the field. Team, we said this team was ready. At and, the beginning of this yeah. Team. And on both sides of the ball, too. And right. this is the second year in a row where they have disappointed. They haven't been the team we thought they were. And honestly, ultimately, this might be a bigger indictment on the head coach, Kyle Shanahan. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, like we we know how genius you are calling plays and your offensive sets, the schemes you put together and all this, the outside run and the zone run schemes you have and all these other things. But these things are not equivalent. You know, they're not equaling wins right now. Like they're not right. they're not, you know. They're not, you know, pushing out wins right now. And I don't know exactly what the answer is. Maybe it's on the defensive side of the ball, but you're not stopping anybody and you're not scoring enough points. So there has to be a balance there. And I don't know if, you know, John Lynch, the general manager, needs to look in the mirror and say, hey, look, you know, are you going to be the right coach for this organization? Yes or no? This team should be much better than they are. I mean, they have talent across the board. They have talent 
all over the place and you are likely not making the playoffs. Not only are you not going to make the playoffs, you might be fourth in your division. Yeah, you're going to come in. You might come in last. This is the ultimate indictment on Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. This is a very underwhelming three and five team right now that is definitely looking like they're going to be last in their division. So, yeah, I'm unimpressed. I'm I'm very unimpressed. Yep, I agree. All right, man. The nightcap, Sunday night, wrapped up with the Titans. This is post-King Henry era, but beating the Rams anyway. Are you worried about the Rams' inconsistency here? I am worried about the quarterback. Why is that? This game (laughs) was very, very winnable, and Mm -hmm. you turned the ball over twice he, he, he tried to be Carson Wentz. He looked like Carson Wentz. He looked like Carson Wentz with his turnovers. You, he did a 360 in the end zone. You turned the ball over twice within the 20. The opponent's 20, not your 20. The opponent's 20. <laughs> you you turned the ball over basically as soon as the kickoff happened. It's the first possession of that. <laughs> Literally. And you turned the ball over right there and there. Like you were giving them you were giving them gifts. Like you you did yeah. first off, you did give your your best Carson Wentz impression twice. Like twice. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. When he literally got spun points. around when he got spun around in the end zone and threw that ball, I said, nah, that's Matthew Wentz. Yeah. That, that's Matthew Wentz. He's Matthew bugging. Wentz. Like like what are, what are you doing? Yeah. Like seriously, what are you doing? You've been very inconsistent. We mm-hmm. see games where Stafford's throwing four and five touchdowns, no picks, and then he's coming here throwing one touchdown, two brutal interceptions. It's like yeah. I don't know, man. Like I just I just don't know. Like for me, both the NFC and the AFC, the the top heavy teams that we thought were going to be so good are having the most trouble, and even quiet is kept. Tennessee is looking great yeah. right now. Yeah, like are. Tennessee is looking. They're looking great right now. Let's run the two-minute drill around the turf, man. The Patriots, they won their last four or five behind a dominant defense. And you said it's not really, you know, <laughs> Matt Jones mm-hmm. back there. He's been playing solid. Yeah. But should the AFC be worried about Belichick in the past? I will say this. The Patriots right now, especially mm-hmm. if they get a home playoff game, which I don't think they will, I think they're they're dangerous because they can play defense and they can match up with anybody. Like, I feel okay. like, you know, Bill Belichick, what he's doing on defense right now, is the biggest is the biggest credit to him right now is because first of all that's his side of the ball because <laughs> he's yeah. always been on that uh, side yeah for but sure. i just feel like right now if the patriots get a lead on you good luck just yeah. just, just good luck like <laughs> I, don't, de- I, I don't know if you're going to be able to get out of that 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 defense is looking really really good right now and i feel like they're about to sneak into the playoffs yeah. i know that i was down on them earlier but i feel like they're definitely about to sneak into the playoffs yeah Chiefs skip past the Packers 13-7. You, as Roger set out with COVID, were you impressed by this win at all? No, they were playing against Jordan Love. I definitely wasn't impressed with the Chiefs, whom I thought would blow them out. Yeah. And only scoring 13 points at home is crazy. Yeah, very, very shocking to me. I don't know. I really have no idea what's up with this Chiefs' offense. I can't really even begin to wrap my head around it anymore. I'm just assuming that eventually Andy Reid will figure it out. Yeah. All right, on to OBJ, man. His pops leaked a video of Baker not passing his son the ball mm-hmm. shortly after shortly after the trade deadline. Now OBJ is unhappy and he's been waived. Where do you think the star wild out would be and where would you want him to go? I've said it for about a week now. The Green Bay Packers, please give me Aaron Rodgers with Odell Beckham Jr. and Devontae Adams and and Aaron Jones. I mean, this team would immediately (laughs) be in the Super Bowl. They're in the Super Bowl conversation now. They would definitely be in the Super Bowl conversation with Odell Beckham Jr. Like, I'm telling you right now, it's hard enough 
to guard Devontae Adams with three people. <laughs> like with, with three people, which is what most teams are trying to do now. With three with people. Three people. <laughs> but you add an Odell Beckham Jr. to a Devontae Adams and an Aaron Jones with Aaron Rodgers point pinpoint accuracy, throwing him the ball, those back shoulder fades. Man, look. Those slants that he can take to the house at any point in time, those screen passes, like oh, I just yeah. feel like and with offensive play callers such as a Matt LaFleur and, mm-hmm. and a Nathaniel Hackett, this is a perfect situation for Odell Beckham Jr. To me, yeah, to me it's definitely the Packers. I think it's Packers or Rams for me. Yeah. Um, I want to see him go to the Packers just because I feel like with a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers, OBJ's crew will not only be resurrected, it'll be rejuvenated. Yeah. And speaking of Green Bay, before we get off of the Packers. Aaron Rodgers fined fourteen thousand six fifty for violating the NFL COVID protocols. Do you yeah. think that was a fair thing? No, he should have been fined more. He he basically lied to the American people. You yeah, he, he, you know you you <laughs> a lot of misleading information. Yeah, it was that, crazy. That immunized that immunized yeah. state. Yeah, I'm immunized. Like, huh? That yeah. Are you, are you vaccinated, sir? <laughs> like, <laughs> Did you get the COVID nineteen right. vaccine? Yet? Was no. it Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Like, which which one was it? Yeah. Yeah, which one was it? I just think that whole situation was very sticky. Um, I understand why the NFL didn't find him as much because I don't think they did their due diligence. Yeah. I don't think Rogers was necessarily right in his language. And he knew that people could interpret that the wrong way, which they clearly did. But he's been basically, you know, maskless on the sidelines and just playing kind of carefree because he essentially was immunized, but he never had the vaccine. So he definitely hasn't been following protocols. I thought he would have gotten possibly suspended. Here's what I'm here. Yeah. Here's where I'm going to stop. right? Because in this report came out shortly after that, Mm -hmm. the NFL knew they knew since they knew, they knew before week one that he wasn't vaccinated. Matter of fact, his immunization that he had, he sent it to the NFL and they went back and forth on it for about a month. And what ended up happening is the NFL. I changed my, I changed my stance then. The they, NFL, they let him get away with it. He got. There he got you go. That's, that's where I'm. Yeah, he got star privilege. Yes, yeah. Yes. He got star privilege then. Yeah. No, I, t- I changed my stance. The NFL like, and the Packers yeah. knew. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he just got star treatment because he's Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Like yeah. This this is more so on the NFL than if they knew. He sent them everything they needed he, to know yeah. about it, and yeah, they, they, they they pondered on it for about a month, and then they eventually said. No, that's not good enough. You need to get a real vaccination. And he never got it. But the NFL has known this entire time that Aaron Rodgers never got a COVID vaccine. So if they didn't follow up when they said you need to get the real vaccine, and I, I mean, they clearly didn't follow up because I don't think this wasn't a problem until we found out he yeah, had exactly, COVID exactly. Last week. And then we found out he wasn't vaccinated. It's like, well, what is you? What has the NFL been doing this whole time? Like, right. why has he been getting away with? all the things that vaccinated players have to get away with as in not getting tested daily exactly. and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, the NFL kind of dropped the ball on this. Yep. Like the NFL dropped the ball on this. So, I mean, he, he's been fine for it. The Packers have been fine for it. So, I mean, we're, we're going to clearly move on. So right. yeah, Aaron Rodgers probably expected to play this week Yeah. in the AFC. Give me your top three teams and one sleeper to keep my eye on. My top three teams in the NFL. AFC. The AFC. No, AFC. AFC, AFC. first. I'm going to go Bills, mm-hmm. Chargers, Ravens. Mm. But probably Ravens over the Chargers right now. So Okay. Okay, and give me one team, a sleeper team. I'm still I'm still going to keep my eye here on the Cincinnati Bengals. Um Oh, wow. So you you still have you still have faith in Joey B. 
Yeah, I feel again like Joe Joe Burrow. I get it; he's a second year quarterback. But there's there's certain quarterbacks that you kind of give a little leniency to, and Joe Burrow is one of those for me because I just feel oh, like okay. at any point in time when he hits that zone, it's a wrap. I'm, I'm, I, we've seen him locked in. We have seen Joe Burrow locked in for. I mean, before these last two games, don't, don't, let's not forget that Joe Burrow. Oh no, nah, you right, you right. I didn't you know, forget. He was locked. I know, I know what type of time he's on. Yeah. yeah, I know what type of time he's on. Mine are the Ravens, Titans, and the Bills. And my sleeper team, I, I hate to do it, but it's the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots are five and four. Buffalo's five and three. They haven't had their bye yet. And this is a team that we didn't. We thought the Bills would run away with this division. I don't necessarily know anymore. Like I, I'm not necessarily sure. No, I think the Bills still get that division, but <laughs> it, it's, it's look, man. The the Bills have not been looking like the Bills for the last two weeks. Just yeah. like the Bengals haven't been looking like the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you still have faith in Joey Joey B. So yeah. I mean, we're gonna see. I think the races are getting a lot tougher, especially for that AFC North, that Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Yeah. That division is locked. Yes. yes. Right. And right now, the AFC West. Every team there, five wins. Yes. Chargers, Raiders, <laughs> Chiefs, Broncos. Broncos, all five wins. Yeah, all, all five wins. So that's going to be interesting. Give me the same thing for the NFC. Man, uh, top I w- three. Yeah, I would go Bucks, mm-hmm. Rams, Cardinals, and a mm-hmm. team to keep an eye on in an NFC: the Green Bay Packers. And I'm okay. telling you. <laughs> That Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> that Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you, that, that, that Aaron Rodgers, that, that Aaron Rodgers right there. I don't ever count him out because he's never had Damn. the best team. He Damn. he's never had the best team probably since he's won the Super Bowl. He's never had the best team, but right. there's always a chance to win with that bad man back there and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And if they mess around and get Odell Beckham Jr., <laughs> it is. Man, I don't know who I don't know who to go for the <laughs> NFC at that point in time. Is the Rams? Is it the Bucks? Is it the Packers? Like I don't know who. If they get Odell Beckham Jr., I I'm telling you, I don't know who I'm going to go for in the NFC at that point in time. The Bucks right now are one for me, and they had a bye this week, which is crazy. They moved up in the rankings for me on a bye week. It's it's insane. I have the Bucks at one. I have the Packers right now at two. I have the Rams at three. I still think the Rams are very dangerous. I just think that that defense is going to be able to hold them down. And when Von Miller gets in that lineup, like, oh, my goodness. that Yeah, that's going to be something scary. And my sleeper team right now, it's not the Cardinals. It's the Cowboys. For me, it's something about the Cowboys offense that just – it just lets me – it just makes me feel like that can score points on anybody. Like, I feel like their offense can keep up with anybody and I don't know why we're discrediting the Cardinals when they have the best record in football no why you're discrediting me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're yo you're not giving them the credit they deserve you you haven't done they're it my in top three league. what do you want me to say <laughs> I want you to say they're the best team in the league they're not <laughs> they're not they're not exactly you get you put them at number three you basically said they was the first one out man are they better than the Packers Yes. All right. We know. <laughs> no, man. No, they're not. No, they are not. All right, man. You ready for week 10 picks? Let's get it. All right. This Thursday, we got the Ravens and Dolphins. Ravens. Ravens. Obviously. Big. All right. Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Colossal. Give me Ravens by double digits. Yeah. All right. Falcons and Cowboys Sunday. Who you got? This is going to be closer than a lot of people think. But I'm going yeah, to give the, the Cowboys. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to give the Cowboys the slight edge. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. The spread is Cowboys minus nine. Yeah, I, I think the Falcons definitely cover that. They yeah. might not win the game, but I definitely think this game is gonna be a little closer because Matt Ryan is, like you said, dishing it out. But yeah, give me the Cowboys. Saints, Titans. Who you got? Give me the Titans. Give me the Titans. I don't know what the Saints' identity is yeah, exactly. right now. Exactly. With Trevor Simeon um, as quarterback. <laughs> with Trevor Simeon, so yeah, it's looking a little iffy right there. Jags, Colts. Who you got? Give me the Colts. Give me the Colts too. Colts have been playing some pretty good football yeah. lately, D- despite the wins turnovers. They've when, been playing when, some good look, football. When Carson Wentz is not acting like himself <laughs> and turning the ball over, they're fine. But when he wants to act like he <laughs> is an NBA my like player, he NBA my player, <laughs> his turn. Hey, yo, Carson be trying to throw his sliders up. Carson be trying to throw his sliders up. Act like he the man on the turf. He's sick. <laughs> Give me the Colts too, man. I feel like this game shouldn't be close. I feel like they'll they'll take care of business. Their defense has been looking good too. So yeah. give me the Colts big in this game. Browns, Patriots, and the game that might be the game of the week for me. Who you got? I got the Patriots. Uh I got the Patriots by seven plus, matter of fact. Oh wow. Yeah. That's 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 big actually. Yeah. Give me the Patriots as well in a low scoring game. If the Browns manage to win this game, I will learn. I will change my perspective on the Browns trajectory. If they're able to go in Foxborough against Belichick and his defense and handle business, especially if Nick Chubb doesn't play. Exactly. Give me the Patriots. Bills, Jets. Got Bills. Bills. Big. Yeah, Unless Bills. Mike White comes yeah. out and, and <laughs> goes hey, crazy. Man. Hey, man. Don't put it. Don't don't put it past my guy, White Mike. <laughs> don't put it past my guy. Give me the Bills in a bounce back game. I think they were definitely humble. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to come out really aggressive and angry this game. Lions still. <laughs> let, let me tell you, hold on. Before we go to the next one, if Mike White what? comes out and yeah, throws you, for 400 yards again hey, and three TVs. Hey, uh, hey uh, I'm trying to tell you, man. White Mike like that. <laughs> All right, Lions and Steelers. Who you got? Uh, Steelers, big. <laughs> yeah, give, give me the Steelers. Huge. <laughs> Two sorry lines. I don't think you're going to win <laughs> I don't think you're going to win a game this year. Probably not. Steelers quiet as kept. They've also been playing some good. They've also been playing some good football. Yes, they lately. have. Big Ben's starting to play. Big Ben's starting to play a little better. Yep. Najee Harris is actually getting some yards now. I know they give him all the carries and catches. So, yeah, yeah he's starting to move a little bit. All right, Bucks, Washington. Bucks. Bucks. We don't have to do this. Yeah. Panthers, Cardinals. 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 Vikings, Chargers. Who you got? Chargers. Give me the Chargers, too. I think in a close one. Eagles, Broncos. Who you got? Broncos. You have no faith in your team. <laughs> you have no faith. I've Give been right the- so far. I, I've, been, I've been right. This is also true. Except when they play the Lions. Yeah. Except when they play the Lions. I, I might have went a little overboard with the Lions. Yeah, you got you got a little carried away. And they won Give like the- 44 to zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think Jalen Hurts had like 90 yards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Broncos. All right, Seahawks, Packers. Who you got? Aaron Rodgers going to be playing... Russell Wilson's also back. Give me Aaron oh, Rodgers. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson is back. Yes, I, I forgot is. about that. I forgot about Russell Wilson coming back. Yeah, give me the Packers. Sorry, Russ. Yeah. Love you. If Aaron, it's only if Aaron Rodgers plays, though. If Aaron Rodgers plays, then it's the Packers. If it's Jordan Love, I, give me the Seahawks. Yeah, same, same here. And I I feel like Aaron Rodgers should be cleared. At, I feel like he, he will assert his... He can't uh, be back with his team until Saturday, Saturday, by the way. Yeah, he doesn't need to practice, though. No, he matter. doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, man, the nightcap. Chiefs-Raiders division game. Who you got? Chiefs. Low scoring game. Give, yeah, give me, give me the Raiders. Okay. I'm going to do it. Give, give me the Raiders in a very, very, very close game. 
I feel like I just as far as the way the trend has been going, the Chiefs are just going to have one too many turnovers because yeah. they're still turning the ball over. Yeah. So give me the Raiders in a in an ugly game. Like not not a this is not going to be a shootout. It's just going to be ugly. By the way, and it's going to be both teams are going to play bad and the Raiders are going to play a little less bad cuz the, the Raiders just signed Deshaun Jackson by the way too, so that's somebody that they can have, you know, replaced rugs as a speedy guy going down the field. Exactly. That's the deep ball for Derek Carr. So that's a good pickup for them. Yeah. All right, man. In the Monday night cap game, we got the Rams 49ers. Who you got? I got the Rams big. Yeah. Give me the Rams. I think Von Miller, this will be his first game. Sorry, yeah. Jimmy G. Not going to be a good look for you. Um, yeah. Give me the Rams in a bounce back game. I feel like Stafford's going to play lights out this game. Yeah. Three plus touchdowns. Definitely. Agree. The Rams. Yep. All right, man. On to the NBA. Ten games into the season so far. So it's definitely time to give our hot early takes mm-hmm. on the NBA season. First up, got to talk about my cousin, big dog, Steph Curry, the MVP right now as the Warriors. Nine and one in the West, man. Are they a legit threat to win a title? Of course they are. Of course they are. I mean, like the Warriors, I mean, and it's not even like they have all the talent in the world because it's literally just the Steph show right now and a whole bunch of guys that's just making threes. But (laughs) when Klay Thompson gets back and depending on the version of Klay Thompson we get, they are absolutely a contender in the West. Okay, I'll take that. And the thing is, I'm going to disagree with you. As much as, much as that hurts me, I, I just don't know. I feel like it's hard for what Clay is going to be asked to do when he comes back because he's coming off two bum legs, yeah. essentially. Yeah. He, he had injuries in both legs. He hasn't played in two years. Right. So I feel like it's going to take him a while to get acclimated. And right now, Steph is definitely playing lights out. Yeah. What he's doing is nothing short of amazing. He's like Lamar Jackson right now. Right. He's doing literally everything for his team. And... I just feel like as the season progresses, it's going to weigh on him. And he's, I don't, like, I'm not wishing injury, obviously, on him. But I just feel like, you know, legs are going to get a little tired. And when it comes postseason, defenses are definitely going to, you know, hone in on Steph. And it's going to be up to the other players around him to make plays. And while I think Klay Thompson can still shoot, obviously, like, he's never going to lose his jumper. Right. Like, how are, how are his legs going to feel? Like, how is he going to look? So I feel like that's going to be, be a more of, we're going to have to wait and see what Klay looks like. So right now, I'm not necessarily sold on them bigger picture, but right now, nah, they're booming. Gotcha. Like right, yeah, right now they're booming. But speaking on title contention, you know, let's look at some of the title contenders that we looked at at the beginning of the season. We got the Nets, obviously, the Lakers, obviously, Suns, obviously, like Philly, the, like these type of teams, kind of struggling early. Even Bucks as well, kind of having a little early season struggles, especially with injury. You know, LeBron's out. Um, Chris Middleton right now is out. Embiid at the Sixers were out with COVID last night. Of these teams, which one are you most concerned about moving forward? I think it's the Lakers right now. Um, and I know they'll figure it out, but the Sixers just had the best record in the, in the East before Embiid sat out a game. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're fine. Um, right. The Nets, I feel as though they will round into shape because A, the Eastern Conference is not that great. Um, okay. But B, you have I disagree Durant. with that, by the way. You have, you have <laughs> Kevin Durant. Compared to the West, they're not, it's not even close. Not even close. <laughs> Compared to the, the West, East is not close. I think you're right. I think the East got a little better though. I think they, no, I think they. The East, I think I'm they, not I saying think that they suck. Improving. I'm I think not, they've been improving. Yes, the East is definitely getting better, but I'm just telling you, compared to the West, <laughs> no. Got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. Um, gotcha. But no, I feel like the Nets eventually, even if it's just KD and Harden, I feel like they will find. I mean, I like that Patty Mills addition a lot. I feel like he adds a lot mm-hmm. to their team. I still do yep. not like. Uh, Joe Harris. <laughs> I hope they trade him at some point. Do not you like him. Beef with, you got beef with him. <laughs> yeah, I do not like him. 
What's up with you? You got more beef than him than I got with Kyle Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just I feel like the Lakers right now, mm-hmm. without LeBron, because I know when LeBron gets back, they'll you know everything will be fine. But Russell Westbrook's. I mean, I just feel like his decision making has been poor. I don't love their defense when it comes to switching Me with either. their big men. Me either. Me either. Um, again, I think the Lakers will eventually figure <laughs> it out, but it, it really, really bothers me that right now with that team, they don't know how to defend the pick and roll, especially with their big men coming through. And then Russell Westbrook, who is supposed to take the burden off the Lakers when LeBron's out of the lineup, he's not doing it. You know what I mean? I think I think more so Carmelo saves them sometimes with just his shooting. But <laughs> yeah, Melo, Melo's been shooting lights yeah, out. He's been saving them a lot with their shooting. But, you know, Russell Westbrook turns the ball over too much for me. I mean, he he can average 14 points and 10 assists and then turn the ball over 10 times. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's not that it's sucks. not conducive yeah. to a winning culture right now. I think right. again, I think eventually Russ will figure it out and the Lakers will right. be fine. But right now it's worrisome because you're you're getting you're almost losing the teams like Houston and Sacramento yeah. and teams like that the Blazers o- OKC. Like, OKC OKC like you can't you know you can't be a championship contender and lose the teams that shouldn't even be in the same building as you right now like you should be blowing these teams out by 25 right. plus and right, right now the Lakers are not doing so and if we're you're speaking right. about the other teams that we we brought up like the Suns the Suns are they're over 500 they've won the last three games right like I think they're right. like something yeah I think they're like seven and three or something like that like the Suns, i think they're fine even with deandre ayton out with the leg contusion right now javel mcgee's picked it up a little bit and devin booker's been having a year chris paul has been having a year it's only 10 games it's a short sample size yeah but the guys have still picked it up i think devin booker had like 38 the other day chris paul i think he had like 18 assists the other day like these guys are still going to be fine. Mikel Bridges coming alive. Of course, campaign still back. But I think the Lakers right now are the team I'm worried about just because of the camaraderie with the the big men switching um, and the Russell Westbrook turnovers are, are really bothering me right now. I think Russ should be better than he is. Don't disagree with anything you said as far as Russ. I think Russ, obviously, and I've been saying this, and until he proves me wrong, I'm going to keep saying this. So if he doesn't figure this out after the midway point, I'm going to look nuts. But Russ has always started the season off early, really, pre- really bad, like yeah. pretty bad. And midway through the season, he kind of figures it out, especially after around the All-Star game. It's like Russ is a whole new ball player. And I feel like LeBron, not even the coach, like Coach Bron is going to figure out how to utilize him best on that team. Right now, I don't like their defensive switches. I don't like their defense. I don't like the fact that they're letting teams linger around and then they're blowing a lot of big leads. And so I'm not really a fan of that, but I do think the Lakers will eventually figure it out and at least be in the conversation come postseason. Question for you. Albeit if everyone stays healthy. Yeah, what's up? So when LeBron's back in the lineup and we know how LeBron loves to be the point guard, essentially, right? He loves to set guys up. Uh, for mm-hmm. open shots and things like that. My only issue with this is there's only one player on the floor when LeBron's playing that can't shoot, and that is Russell Westbrook. 
So and I agree, and I, what I think is, that eventually Russ is going to have to play more with the second unit. Thank He'll you. So that's what I was getting to. Okay. Yes. He, he will still be there in the end, and he can still start, but he's going to have to play more with the second unit where he can space the floor yeah. and get to the basket more because right now he's essentially the smallest person in the lineup. Yeah. Russ is used to Russ is used to driving. He's used to going downhill and running and like with this team being a lot older and the players being a lot bigger around him they can't run the floor like he can right so if he's running the floor he's going essentially one on four one on five yeah. and we see what's happening he's turning the ball over and even when he's driving like pick and rolls like there's always another big man around mm -hmm. him because the team is so much bigger so they're just taking up the space that he's usually able to navigate it so i feel like he's a better spark with the second unit who's not as experienced not as big either more shooters where he can drop the ball in and kick it to him yeah. kick it to the other shooters and i feel like that will be where he does most of his damage he'll still be in there you know when the games are tight when it's close but he's gonna be more of a, a floor spacer there because like right now nobody's threatened by his jump shot one because he's in the side of he's in the side of the backboard yeah. and he, he's just he's just not shooting well like, right. and he's never been that much of a shooter exactly like he has a decent mid-range he can back you down as a guard but there's so much bigger players that are clogging the lane yeah so he he can't just be as finesse and nimble inside the paint like he normally is so i think the second unit is where he's gonna really like showcase you know his flash i would but agree yeah as far as who i'm really worried about the most right now i would say um aside from the sixers being the Sixers, i just i, I just don't think the sixers are enough um, when it comes to like the Bucks, the Nets, I'm yeah. more worried about the Nets because aside from the Nets having Kevin Durant, you're like, I'm, I'm, I know who you are. You're Kevin Durant right. and James Harden. James Harden to me is, you know, it hasn't been looking like the James Harden. I don't know if that's more so because he's not getting all those fouls or if he's just trying too hard to get those fouls. Like the James Harden has been looking a little iffy right now. I feel I like that team, I feel like that team, misses Kyrie I'm, I'm just gonna be honest I no. feel like I feel like they miss Kyrie and I feel like Kyrie definitely helps I mean he helps any team yeah. but I feel like I feel like it's kind of evident like you know that team is missing a Kyrie let, let me tell you what the team is really missing right now and I, I look when I look at the Nets I, I look at this this team and I'm like a you need a bona fide center you need a center like a somebody they, that can rebound and defend and in all those types yeah. of things, a dirty man. And the second thing you need is you need another shooter, somebody that consistently knock down jump shots. Like Patty Mills was a great signing because he consistently yeah. can knock yeah, down jumpers. Yeah. Joe Harris is not that person. You are paying him <laughs> way too much money to miss open jump shots. Like way it's too really much. Joe Harris bash. This is a Joe Harris bash. <laughs> <laughs> because here's what I'm th here's what I'm saying. If you have a KD who can knock down jumpers from anywhere on the court, if you can have a James Harden who can knock down jumpers from anywhere on the floor, if you have a Patty Mills that can shoot the lights out from three at any point in time, if you have, you know, Marcus Alders in around the, the bucket, if you Who's have... Who's been playing pretty good lately. He's been playing very good. Yeah, LA's been playing really good lately. I'm, so, I'm actually surprised at how good he's looked lately. And then you have a Blake Griffin who's kind of your dirty man. He's also your rebounder. He's also your mm -hmm. shot blocker. You need mm -hmm. a bona fide center. If they can line up a a, a lineup of a, a James Harden, a KD, a Patty Mills, uh, a LA, or, or a Blake Griffin, I should say, and then a center, a, a bona fide center, somebody that can protect the rim and rebound. That's all you need. Somebody that when Giannis is going down the hill, they can definitely block him out or they can rebound, yeah. out rebound, Clogged somebody like that, yeah. right? Or when yep. they're facing Joel Embiid, same type of thing. And that's what they're missing. They're really missing a center 
that can do all those things, shot block, rebound, and also in the pick and roll game, be able to put the ball in the hoop. And I don't know if they're going to be nearly as effective until they find that. Right now, I don't like KD around the back. Well, I, actually, KD can play anywhere on the floor. Let's let's be honest here. Yeah. But I would rather KD be able to be pick. Be on the wing. Yeah, right. Be on the wing. Be yeah, able to I pick and choose where he wants to be on the floor right. without having right. the responsibility of also trying to rebound, out-rebound Giannis and, and all the right. Brooke Lopez yeah. and all these guys. Because I, you know, I, I don't want him bang, I don't want him banging with those guys. Right. I don't. Like, he, he's able to do it. He can do it, but I don't want him to do that. That's exactly. Not, physicality is not KD's strongest suit. If he, I'm not going to say he has a weakness because I don't think KD has a weakness. Right. But that's not like his – that's not necessarily his strongest thing. Like, if he has to bang with them guys, that's going to take away from his offensive production. Yeah. And the guys are marksmen on offense. Like, he can't be stopped. Right. So, you need him on offense. So, yeah, you do need a bigger body. And I think that's kind of what they're using for L.A. and Blake Griffin. But they're both somewhat undersized as far as, like, a big man. Like, they can't hold Embiid. Like, yeah. they can't hold Giannis. Like, yeah. they can't hold a Giannis. So, yeah, it's kind of tough. And I think that's why I say – you know, for the right now, they're missing a Kyrie because Kyrie spaces it out so much and his offensive production gives them like a 25-point boost. Like, gives them like a 25-point boost. So they're able to offset the under, like being undersized. And that's another shooter to get Joe Harris out of there. Agreed. All right, man, some quick takes before we get out of here. The latest college football playoff poll came out. Georgia, Bama, Oregon, the Buckeyes (laughs) for a place, baby. We are in here. Cincinnati five, Michigan six, Michigan State seven. Pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Even though Michigan State beat Michigan, kind of weird. Agree or disagree with the poll right now? I think that for the most part, it's accurate. I Where's would Oklahoma? Say- they're not. They're, they're, they're an eight. eight right. They're an eight yeah. right now. Which you think they're still in a good spot? I think it's interesting that Oklahoma is eight, just because they're the only one that's mm-hmm. undefeated within the top, the team yeah. that are outside of the <laughs> yeah. top three. <laughs> yeah. Like I think it's weird. Maybe they're going by strength of schedule. Um, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma does have three, three to four ranked opponents in the next three to four weeks. So they we play, shall they play see. Baylor this week. They play Baylor yeah. this week. That's going to be a good game. Baylor's Baylor's thirteen yeah. right now. So no, that, that's going to be a good game. A lot of good college football coming up. Michigan plays Penn State. Yeah. Uh, like, that's going to be a good game. So, yeah, it's, a, it's some pretty good football games coming up. Too. I'm going to be honest with you. I think the top three are pretty much locks to make the tournament. You think Oregon's the lock? Okay. I, I don't think Oregon's going to lose again. But I think okay. o- I think Ohio State has the potential of losing at some point in time in the next three to four oh, weeks. Oh, I, no, I, I agree with you 100%. I think Ohio State definitely has the potential of losing. Because they almost lost this past week. Their schedule is a lot harder. Their schedule is a lot harder in general. And I think that that, uh, that strength of schedule, we'll see how big that comes into play. I don't think the Buckeyes can lose one more game and get in. But if they can win out and win the Big Ten. Yeah, if they, uh, if they win out, then they're, they're definitely getting in. Without yeah, question. I, think, I think if Georgia beats Alabama, I think Alabama's going to get kicked. Ain't no way. I do. Because I, a, here, here's a, my a, thing with a, Alabama, right? That will be two losses on the yeah. schedule. A two-loss yeah. Bama, I feel like they're going to get kicked. I, I can't see – I don't think Georgia can miss the playoffs at any point. Like no. they, even, even if they, they lose – yeah, they lose to, to Alabama, Alabama and the SEC championship. SEC title. I still think Georgia gets in. Yeah, me too. Okay. But yeah. I think it, But I think if Bama loses, I don't. I think Bama's gone. Wow. Like, they're, they're going to – I mean, because think about it. If Oklahoma doesn't lose – can you keep Oklahoma out over a two-loss Alabama? So what happens if what happens if Alabama loses to Georgia in the SEC championship, but mm-hmm. also Ohio State loses, Michigan loses, and Michigan State lose? 
Oh no, o- Ohio State can't afford to lose either. That's okay, what I'm saying. Right. Oh, no, but I'm saying like, that in this in that scenario, I think Alabama still gets in over those teams. I think uh, I think Cincinnati is uh, Cincinnati right now is at five. I think they're in a great spot. But what, I know people don't respect the schedule, right? But so that's why they what, can't. I don't. Th- I think any two lost. I don't think any two lost team is going to get in. Is going to get is going to get in in the playoffs. I think if, if Alabama loses again, Cincinnati's going to jump. If Oklahoma remains undefeated and Alabama loses again, or Ohio State or Oregon, yeah. Oklahoma's gonna jump. Yeah, like they're they're gonna move. So I think that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. These next couple of weeks are gonna be critical, like for those one loss teams already. Agreed. Like the only team that I think is locked in is a Georgia. Yeah, like they, I think that's the only team that's locked in. If Cincinnati loses, cancel it. Yeah. Like they're, they're, like, definitely, they're dropping down to like yeah yeah you, you might be out of the top twenty five. <laughs> you might be out the top twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> like you might be out of the top 25 because you don't play anybody. Right. So yeah, it, same for Oklahoma. Like they had, they play some ranked opponents coming up, but they're not nearly as tough as the SEC Agreed. and even the, and even the big 10. So it's, that strength of schedule is going to, you know, come up. Well, there's only like three teams in the big 10 that are, should be ranked. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you still have, you still have to think about Iowa. You still have to think about Michigan, Michigan state, Penn state, Penn state's not ranked, but Penn state. I was not ranked either. Iowa is ranked. No, they're not. They lost. I'm I'm almost hundred percent certain. You sure? Iowa is I think they lost twice already. I think Once. I think Iowa lost twice already. Iowa's ranked twenty. Yeah, they've lost they? twice. They yep, lost twice, right? 20. Yeah. Okay. They lost twice. Okay. Still ranked though. That's wild. They that is wild. Little, they just get a little. They get did, a little more. Did they lose to Purdue? Like what, bro? P- Purdue's ranked. Purdue's yeah, ranked Purdue nineteen. Is like, yeah, Purdue is ranked. Yeah, Purdue's ranked nineteen. Yeah, that's that's what Ohio State plays this week. So that's because like they, said, gonna... Purdue's only ranked because they beat Michigan State and Iowa. Yeah, because they beat Michigan State and Iowa. <laughs> to, hey, two ranked teams. Yeah, true. Do it for you. True. Because yeah, they've lost three games already. Yeah. All right, man. Moving on. Scotty Pippen says he wants to be remembered as the goat. <laughs> the goat of what exactly? <laughs> Look, man. Look, man. I'm not here to bash Scotty, but what is he doing, man? Here's my like, thing. What, what, is he, what does he want? What does he want? Nobody has ever dis, like dis, disrespected Scotty Pippen. We all know he's an all-time great. I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know why he's feeling so salty about any of this because we all know who Scotty Pippen is. We we all know that they would never win a title without Scotty Pippen. We know this. MJ MJ literally said, "I wouldn't be Michael Jordan if not for Scotty Pippen." Exactly. Like what, like, what more do you want? Yeah, he's coming out with a book, so maybe this is to promote the book. Um, but yeah, him going around saying, you know, like MJ. You know, he was like his flu game was kind of impressive, but I had a hurt back. Yeah, I had a uh, he had a, a, hern, uh, a yeah, herniated had, disc or I, something. Yeah. yeah, I had a hurt back, like you know, in the finals, bro. Yeah, MJ scored like thirty six with the flu. You scored eight points, 40. like forty. That's <laughs> why you scored. You scored eight points with your herniated disc. Not the same. <laughs> it's not the same, man. Like, At all. Like, MJ MJ was still the greatest player, the best player in the league before, yeah. before you like, it's, it's just not the same. I don't, I don't know, man, the Joker and the Morris Morris get into it. The Joker brothers and the Morris brothers get into it too. <laughs> via Twitter beef. One who you got winning. I got the Joker. I got the hey, Joker. Man, I got the Joker. I got the Joker. Yeah, yeah. The they Joker are brothers. insane. <laughs> they are. I don't know if you know about them, but they get it in. Yeah. They, they, uh, I don't know if they want to mess with the Joker brothers. I ain't going yeah, like, to lie to you. They should fall back. But in all seriousness, do you think the Joker should have been suspended more than one? Yes. Year? Yes. Because this is more than one. This is more than one time he's done this, and the league needs to. They really need to look at this because if he continues every time he gets frustrated, 
he always wants to do something like this. And he's got a temper on him. He's he got does. a good temper on him. And he always seems to want to put like he put campaign in the chokehold. Like I'm about to say, yeah, he floor. did. <laughs> in the he playoff game. Your man, so. Hey man. He, he was, was mad because he was about he to was get ready swept. To snap his neck. Like, he was mad because he was about to get swept. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I think he should have got a little more than one game. I mean, I I thought what Morris did was kind of dirty, but I think for Joker to do that damn in his back, yeah, that's kind of that's yeah. I mean, and I get it. You that, don't turn your back. That's to a dirty. That's I'm dirty. Somebody, yeah, that's that was a little bit much for me. And Morris might have sold it a little bit. Still a little much. Joker not a small guy, man. Like that bro, probably did hurt. His neck that, snap. That, that bro. probably did. That probably did hurt. Like, his his neck snap, bro. It's that probably that probably did hurt. Speaking of some dirty plays, man. Mac Jones twisted Brian Burns' ankle. I one, I'm not a fan because Brian Burns is no nation. Back off. But two, I just feel like that was a dirty play on Mac in that in that ankle roll. He basically put him in a figure four. Yeah. Like he essentially put him in a figure four. Do you think Mac Jones should have got punished for that? Agreed. Yes. He should have gotten suspended maybe one to two games and fine at the same time. Yeah, I, they let that fly under the radar. It's not being talked about enough for my liking. Like, Agreed. don't disrespect Florida State like that. Right. My last thing that I had on the list, man, Justin Fields had a great performance. Great great performance against the Steelers, but it was overshadowed by all the penalties, especially that taunting penalty in the end in Pittsburgh. How'd you feel about that, man? I don't know what the NFL is doing. I mean, these taunting penalties are getting out of hand. They're dumb. They're stupid. They're costing people games. First, That, that actually cost them the game. That actually cost them the game. And that hip check by the ref was yeah. nuts. Let's the be honest. Over the last four years, the NFL has done a terrible job of their rules. First, we didn't know what a catch was. Then still don't. Yeah. Still don't. Then it was the offensive pass interference versus defense pass interference. Then it was the roughing the pass, the stupid roughing the passer penalties. And now it's taunting. You're right, man. I'm not gonna lie. I actually learned something new about a punt rule um this week. I think it was I think there was a Dallas and Broncos game. I, the ball was punted. It yeah. got blocked. But the ball went over the line of scrimmage and a Dallas player touched it. So Denver got to retain possession yep. and set of downs. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that was dumb. What? Yeah. I, I was like, wait. I never what? knew that either. I didn't even know that was a rule. Yeah. I, like, so I was like, I learned something new. <laughs> All right, man. La- last but not least, locks of the week. Last week, we both won our locks last week. You had the Chargers last week. And I'm going to take the Chargers this week, minus two and a half against the Vikings. They're at home, so I feel like L.A. should be able to hold it down. So give me Chargers, minus two and a half. Field goal game, book it. Who's yours? I got the Patriots, minus one and a half against the Cleveland Browns. Book it. Big, big game right there in in New England right there. And like I said, if if Baker can go in there and win that game, I'll throw a little respect on Baker. Agreed. (laughs) I'll throw a little respect on his name. But that's all I got, man. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank all of y'all for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. I'm going to say that every pod because they do matter. They always matter. And we will keep mattering. Believe that. Also, guys, please remember to social distance. Wear your mask when you can. If you don't, your choice. Get vaccinated. If you don't, your choice. Immunize, whatever Aaron Rodgers said. But just continue to do your part and stay safe, stay healthy, and support us. Yeah, man, we appreciate everything, all the love you're showing us on all these social platforms, also all the streaming platforms. Guys, just be safe. You know, it's nasty out here. Six feet apart, mask, all those kinds of things. Wash your hands, protect you and your family, your friends, all those kinds of things. Also, guys, five-star rating, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and any other platform you listen to us on. We appreciate all the love and support. 
We out. Yes, for sure. And before I get out of here, college basketball kicked off. So you already know. Hills, baby. We up this year. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze marks with the Saints. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get. No mediocre. I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like the me. We got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy.